0: battle ready broadcast believing what it says thank you for joining us welcome back this is battle ready we're kind of doing this on a strange day so if you've had trouble finding us or locating us we are we moved it to sunday today just to accommodate some other arrangements but hopefully it'll be just as good we've had some technical difficulties already but i'm sure that that'll work its way out we are in First Chronicles, and we are starting in chapter 15. We might get all of 15. We might get some of 16. I don't know. But we're going to ask Laura, please, to start leading in while I get my phone ready so I can see your messages. And Laura, take it away. So last time... <laughs> Oh, I feel like I'm
1: saying a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Same Batman. Last time, our hero, <laughs> uh, our hero David had both a failure and a success that we discussed together. Mm-hmm. We, he had a humiliating, moment. heartbreaking moment mm-hmm. when he intended. We said his intentions were good to bring the Ark of God, the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem because he, it, it had not been treated with the respect it should have been treated with under Saul. And he wanted to bring it back home, and put it in a place of importance where his kingdom was going to be established. Mm-hmm. Only he failed to do it the way God would have him to do it. He mm-hmm. failed to realize the holiness and the perfection and the righteousness of God. And because of his lack of Daisical mm-hmm. uh, way that he did it, putting it on a cart, being pulled on a wagon. A man named Uzzah lost his life when the power of God broke forth. That was mm-hmm. the word they used on him, and he died when the ark started to fall, and he reached out to steady it. Mm-hmm. Well intended again, but when he when he treated something so holy mm-hmm. as, not holy, as just a piece of furniture, mm-hmm. he died. And David was embarrassed, and David was hurt, and, and David said, How is it even possible for me to do this good thing I want to do for God? And and he
0: was angry. <laughs> the Bible says he was angry about what do you happened. Think, do you think David sees himself as getting in the way? Do you see well, him see? S- I
1: think he had to have a realization moment. Is that okay? Because bef- after that failure and before our story resumes today <laughs> on this station,
0: <laughs> he had he hand.
1: had a victory in God. So uh, evidently, after being rebuked in this way by God, mm-hmm. David realized that he was at fault, and, have- and he had to have humbled himself because. In the next chapter, he's given a victory and he has to humble himself again. He's pursuing the enemy. Mm-hmm. He's pursuing the Philistines. And as he goes out against them, God says, Here's how you're gonna win this battle. You're gonna sit back mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go first. Not your way, my way. Mm-hmm. And when you hear me going in the tops of the mulberry trees, and you know You ghost. follow me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and when you follow me, you'll win the battle. And isn't that interesting? <laughs> just and they do. personally, just from a personal perspective, kinda of going along with what our Sunday school lesson was this morning. Isn't it interesting that we get in our own way? We are trying to do good things. He I don't think David's intention was to do anything bad. His intention was to bring the ark back Truly and to that. and to reaffirm God as the center of everything they're doing. But he didn't do it the right way. Even those <laughs> who love the Lord with all their heart, Christians that are dedicated to God
1: faithfully mm-hmm. We get things out of order sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, we misarrange it. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't think. You're like, well, what's the big deal? <coughs> it, always, it's a really it's big, a big deal. deal. The order is a really big deal. And the lesson we're about to read today is David's second attempt to do this, mm-hmm. this moving of the ark and how things turn out a lot differently because the order in his mind of priorities has changed. God has rearranged his thinking. And to where he can be a leader that does it the right way. The other
0: the other piece though, just for the second, just for a second, is he messed up, he went to battle and did good. He sought the Lord's advice and God says, Nope, he took I go first seat. this time. And now he's ready to really bring it back, bring this ark back mm-hmm. home. Aren't you glad that God doesn't just dismiss us completely when we mess up, completely mess up? even in good intentions just mm-hmm. just completely blew it and and yet David still he you know he gets to go on and he gets to have many other blessings as is the book will show you later on too so where we start we start at chapter 1 I'd read the first four verses 16 1 15 uh, oh, yes, I'm sorry, 15-1. I'm ahead of myself. I apologize. All right, First Chronicles 15, 1 Chronicles 15-1. And David made him houses in the city of David. This is 1 Chronicles 15. If we didn't say where we are. Did right I say that? Maybe somebody would have it. Know. You
1: might have done it. <laughs> but I'm just making sure everybody's are, in the same we place we are. Of,
0: where are we right we now? We are kind of out of that because it's okay. daytime and it's sunlight. Are we are usually about? doing this okay. at night. go <laughs> back to it. Okay, First Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 1. I'm going to go at least through the first four. And David made him houses in the city of David, and prepared a place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. And David said, None ought to carry the ark of God but the Levites, for them hath the Lord <laughs> chosen to carry the ark of God, and to minister unto him forever." And David gathered all Israel together to Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the Lord unto his place, which he had prepared for it. And David assembled the children of Aaron and the Levites of the sons of Kohath, Uriel, the chief, and his brother. I wouldn't even read all 20, those, but I would Marai, say Gershom, Elijah. 13. And as we come on down, no, to no, 12. 12, to 12. And said unto them, he, he names off all the, the guys that are there, and he said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Get ready. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that ye may bring up the ark of the Lord of God, of Israel, the Lord God of Israel, unto the place I have prepared for it. Now I want to say something that I hope is not offensive. It shouldn't be. But nobody
1: from verse 4 to verse 12, we have no instruction that these are better men, Than cleaner else? men, nope. finer men. More important men, more moral men, than Uzzah.
0: Mm -mm, No, not at all, no. It just simply says who their fathers are. There's
1: only one reason they're allowed to do this job. Because they're a Levite.
0: Because they're a Levite. And God
1: said, I've chosen Levi to serve in this office. I've given him permission to do this and his descendants after him. He made these rules. I also love that verse 12 says, and David doesn't just say, okay, now we've got Levites. Let's go back and do it. Nope. He said, hey, you guys better get, get yourself lined up. because Sanctify yourself. It, the next verse says, because it's your fault we messed up the first time. <laughs> he, says, he says to him. For because you did it not at the first. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute! You now, guys saying... had the responsibility of knowing how this should have been done, and none of you spoke up. Mm-hmm. You are the chosen. Your inheritance mm-hmm. is the Word of God, and not one of you guys
0: said, "Don't do said this." Said that
1: not. Maybe you didn't know, or maybe and you didn't think it mattered. But none of you
0: stood up for the Word of God. And just to be when sure we, did it we the get first that time. right, if you go back to thirteen, so in thirteen he messes up. It's at thirteen says in verse two. And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, If it seem good unto you that it be of the Lord our God, let us send abroad unto our brethren everywhere that are all left in the land of Israel, and with them also to the priests and Mm -hmm. Levites, which are in their cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves together. And let us bring again the ark of God to us. For we inquired not, of it at the hand of Saul. So now, he, I don't know why the
1: Levites don't tell him. Like I said, they could have not known the word themselves. They've neglected mm-hmm. to know it under Saul. But he did they could make have, it an
0: attempt, right? They should have said that the first time. They through. could
1: have thought, I want to please David. I don't want to displease him by, mm-hmm. by making a... But being making quiet a, cost somebody's life. It sure did. And it will today. Mm-hmm. Not just your life, but your eternal soul. Mm-hmm. People who know the word of God And the Bible says you hide it under a bushel or you don't care to share that with people who don't know. You don't care to be honest with the people around you. It's on you. Mm -hmm. And David says to these Levites, before you perform the office this time, you need to clean yourself up. You need to be Mm -hmm. sanctified, set apart. You need to make sure you've offered sacrifices for your own self. Hebrews says that. It talks about Jesus being our great high priest. It says, because every other high priest is unclean himself. He has to offer a sacrifice mm-hmm. to, to cleanse his to own clean self right. before he can come in. Right. Before he, He's not able, he's not any different than anyone else. He also needs his sins forgiven. It's the office that God honors and the method that he honors. And I also want you to notice. David, David knows what made, he's supposed to do this time, well, too.
0: A little bit. I mean, at least he knows. David a made a tent. Mm-hmm. He did make a tent. He did not go get the tabernacle. Nope. The tabernacle is in place. The, mm-hmm.
1: the tabernacle is still in another place that God designed, that God gave the instructions to Moses that followed them all the way through. He brings the ark back, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but and he, he makes. He puts it in a tent he made. And, and pitched for it a tent. God doesn't. Do anything about that. Which, if I was us, I'd be like up in heaven going, hey, 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 hey. Wait a minute. What's the deal here? Wait a minute. Hmm. All I did was keep it from falling on the ground. What's the deal here? <laughs> yep. And am I saying God's arbitrary and not fair? Not at all. I'm saying in the best of situations, we need the grace of God to come we into do, his presence. In the worst of situations, we need the best of God's grace to bring us into his presence. It's always, it's not because, okay, you perform perfectly. And now he still is not performing perfectly. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the ability to or the wisdom to maybe in the mm-hmm. situation or may, I don't know but why he does a, it, but as But as he leader, doesn't bring he it at back. At least
0: now knows what the word of God says about how it's to be carried, carried. and who's supposed to do that right. and what they're supposed to do before they But he's they still do not it. done but it completely according to the instructions right. Deuteronomy in Deuteronomy in and Exodus. And I think I wonder so, if sometimes that's because he's thinking about building that house. But that house hasn't been blessed or, bought, or built. We might again. be thinking about building the temple, and I'm getting ready to do that, and it's going to be in the right place. But if but we want to be technical, he's technically not doing it right. He's right. You're right. He's not doing it right. Right. I'll have to look into that some more. I haven't thought about. If that we want too to much. be technical, he's
1: mm-hmm. putting it into a tent he built, which is not according to his design. Which is not the tabernacle. now. The one thing he got right in that situation. I'm, I know I'm being nitpicky here, right? Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Okay. He does put it in its own. Room. space its own room in that tent and he does have guards at the door because he has figured out that the ark belongs in the holiest of places it is not to be approached by regular people in an, in a just a flippant manner it is supposed to be approached only by that high priest and only in a situation where they're offering and these sacrifices this And this is a big deal and what this represents is Christ Right? This is representing? Well, this the mercy seat, absolutely, and the ark itself, absolutely. The tabernacle that you left over there? Yeah. <laughs> David's tent. I'm
0: what? sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm not but. trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, you made your own tent. Why didn't you go get the... Why didn't you go get the... And what... The and where's a, the, where? <laughs> just saying. Where's the veil. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: is a door. There is not the veil God designed. I guess the point. I but was there is a door between the regular priests and where the Ark of the Covenant sits. So he does get the fact that it can't be approached
0: mm-hmm. just the way didn't.
1: it should be. Just. Like it's a piece of furniture. It is not a piece of furniture. It's a place that God has chosen to dwell, to meet with the Mm -hmm. high
0: priest and and accept the offering of the sacrifice. We have to deal with him in the same respectful manner. My only point being... He should have brought
1: the tabernacle. (laughs) My only point being, if it wasn't for the grace of God, even now, this this is not an acceptable situation. Mm -hmm. This is the grace of God. You right? know what
0: there has to be a meaning for that. I'm going to have to look that up.
1: <laughs> okay. But um, what I'm I'm just so, so I, I'm I'm shocked that he was allowed to do that. God always knows what he's doing. If you guys have some insight on that you can share. Mm-hmm. And I would
0: love to read it or hear it, but but here you go. So in okay. verse 14 of chapter 15, he says, "So the priests and the levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel." And the children of the Levites bear the ark of God upon their shoulders with the staves thereon as Moses commanded according to the word of the Lord. So again, everybody got their stuff got their ducks Maybe in a row. Maybe they haven't read far enough yet. <laughs> they all got their ducks in a row. And they yeah. did it the right way. Because, you know, they actually moved the Ark in 13. Makes me think. They moved it, but it didn't get very far. I'm going to
1: get in big trouble here. Are you thinking out loud as you go? I am thinking as I go, and that is extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. It takes me days and weeks and months to know what I actually believe. <laughs> but it it makes me think that it is less about... The individual legalistic details and let me tell you why before everybody on there gets mad this is <laughs> under the law mm-hmm. David ate the shoe bread that was intended <laughs> and did. Jesus quotes that when he was hungry and those with him they went into the temple and they ate the shoe bread that Which they were not, not allowed to eat. to eat and God said Jesus said and that was okay and God said that was okay Jesus said the Sabbath is made for man and not man for the Sabbath whoa what Yeah. Jesus said, you know, he healed on this. Is it lawful to do good or evil? Okay, Mm -hmm. people can, what do the Pharisees say? You broke the rule, right? Mm -hmm. It is less about that, that breaking forth on Uzzah to me. Pastors, preachers that know me, and if I'm getting into high weeds, say something. It is less about the fact that they broke the individual rule because here they are breaking one again than the fact that they got the priorities completely out of whack. David the first time he does this right mm-hmm. is doing this in celebration of the greatness of his new kingdom. He's going to do something Saul never did. Yep. He he's got the praise and worship band going. Mm-hmm. This is more about a show. Not I don't I think of, he truly loves God, but a show. And he too. truly intends to do something good, but the priority here is under my kingdom, right? Uh, I'm going to bring this thing back. The second time he does it, David has a little bit of different, and we're going to read about it, Mm -hmm. demeanor and attitude and priority. The first thing we do is we go to those priests, and you guys better get yourself lined up. You better get yourself sanctified and right before God, because... You need to be in the right place before you can lead us in the way we need to go. First priority, second priority. Let's go back and read and make sure we carry it the right way, the way Moses said to carry mm-hmm. it, not because of the rules, but because this is the most important part.
0: Do you think that he, we do it the way God said it? You feel like said got it. caught up in the moment?
1: I have been in a lot of what this has to do, and what I want to talk about in in what I believe is the way we praise and worship God, the priority of that situation. I have been in church, and you talked to me about this, where it was very loud, Mm -hmm. and it was very musical, and it was very upbeat, and I can get caught up in the emotion of the situation only to find I don't feel the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. I don't feel things are in the right priority. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like this is more about the talent of the person performing. Than it is about the worship of God Himself.
0: I would say that, that everything's true. out of order, backwards. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there somewhere? I was trying to think. Wasn't there some place in these recent verses where David realized that God had given him the kingdom, and he was, and then it. There's and then, a place where in chapter 15 where he literally says, "And God helped him." It, it it says,
1: "Okay, they're carrying it on the poles and they're doing it," but then let me find the verse.
0: Because I, I, wonder if, in trying to do a good thing, you get, uh, you know, it's that proud thing that God doesn't care. It's too not, much it, for. and I'm not
1: even. I'm just. I'm saying priorities are out of whack
0: mm-hmm. in this
1: situation. I think. What oh, was the important part? Verse twenty six. It came to pass when God
0: helped the Levites to bear the, the ark of the covenant.
1: Yeah, God God's helped. in it now he's there with them (laughs) god's in the doing of this thing before we thought and and he's saying the right words and he's saying let's consult everybody let's see if this is a good idea ask the levites what they think about it of course they don't have the right answer but the thing is not there is an order and a priority to worship and praise and i do want to slow down and back up and punt mm -hmm. and talk about that a little bit because we talk about we have praise and worship teams we have praise and worship services, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have like um, <clears throat> praise music, a whole genre of music, worship music, which is a different genre of music. We have all these things going on. And I'm thinking, are we using those words biblically? Are we using, is our praise and worship biblical praise and worship? Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're talking about? And what no. exactly do we mean? Like did, in the Old Testament, did they praise and worship like we praise and worship what happens. So I did a little bit of research on that, and I'll share some of that as we talk about it. But um, when I say praise
0: and worship, what do we mean? Well, it's not really something you put on and take off. It's something that you do for God, right? It's something that you emit praise and worship. I'm I I. Understand why people have praise teams and praise and you know, because sometimes we're all guilty of coming into the church and just sitting there looking at each or other or not right? knowing what to do and not, yeah, and just sort of not kind of, knowing
1: being led, yeah, not knowing
0: what's appropriate. What, yeah, what should I say? What should I say? But I don't know. Go ahead with your first thought on that. So they're going to line. There's one. There's this one thing
1: I read today, and I don't. I did not go and verify it, but it, it said from like for, uh, Second Samuel that when they did this, every so many steps.
0: They would stop. They stopped, mm-hmm. and this is in Second Samuel, And, offered hour, right? and, and, and offer that a sacrifice, and offer a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So
1: this was not like, "Dum, dun, we're going to Jerusalem." This was an ordeal, right. and it says the 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 streets are lined with worshipers all mm-hmm. the way from where Obed Edom's house, where the Ark was resting after mm-hmm. what happened to Asa. All the way into Jerusalem, they are lined with people that are praising and worshiping. Every so many steps, I think it's like six steps, they stopped and offered a sacrifice. That would have taken an enormous amount of time <laughs> mm-hmm. to do this thing properly. And I'm But think, they're um, kind of
0: not taking any chances, right?
1: David lines out, and it's in chapter 15, Like he's like, I, don't, I not only want music, I want skillful music. I want m- music mm-hmm. performed by people who know how to do it. And, mm-hmm. and honor God with their gifts and their talents in this way. It's a big deal, this mm-hmm. praise and worship that's going on in this place. But I think what was actually the worship, all that is worship. I don't mean take away from any of that, but I think worship is not a song. Mm-hmm. It's not a guitar solo. It's not repeating words somebody told you from the front of the church. Mm-hmm. worship is when and i looked up this the word fart. what does the old testament say worship is oh, the old testament word here that is for worship that's in the old testament is a word that means to bow down like with your face to the earth it's a and it's a word that you don't you don't do it first this is interesting to me it is it's, in response.
0: It's, it's a bowing kind of of your heart is the
1: way I... I and it's a response. So, I, I mean, if every, if everybody came in tonight, they're going to get ready to have church tonight at 6 o'clock, and I said, we're going to worship God, hit the deck. You know, everybody hit their face on the floor. Nobody would do it. Nobody first of it. all, nobody in the church would do what I said. Mm-hmm. And second of all, we don't <laughs> think of it that way. We think worship the Lord means come sing a song and share a testimony testimony about how God's been good in your life and it definitely can be. But what I thought was interesting about what they're meaning by that word is yes it included a song and yes it included a sacrifice. But they worshiped in response to the word of God. Mm-hmm. What I looked up today said when the word of God would be read so either God, when God spoke to men in the Old Testament they fell on their face and mm-hmm. worshiped.
0: Because? Because of the greatness of God. And you apply that. I mean, we had that in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's not okay to just read it and go, oh, well. Yeah. It has to come into your heart. It has to bend your heart to realize, wait a minute, I'm no good. I fail. I don't measure up. I can't save myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, it's it's the constant reminding a
1: human being needs to know that God is so much greater than you, mm-hmm. and that you, your place in the whole thing is to just be a part of what He's doing, mm-hmm. and come in and be honored to be a part of it because He is so great mm-hmm. and so marvelous. So whether God spoke to them in, in a new way, they worshiped, mm-hmm. or the Word of God was read. So we, we know that they went to the Word of God because David said, <laughs> priests, sanctify
0: yourselves, we're going to carry it the way Moses said to carry mm-hmm. it, and in verse, and the worship is a response to that. And in ver, in Second Samuel chapter six in verse thirteen, it says, "And it was so that when they bare the ark of the Lord and had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings, and David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod." And that, the reason I say priorities
1: have changed for David is this mm-hmm. linen ephod. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about yeah, that? Like I who wears a linen
0: ephod? i that's just common you have linen ephod in the priest world too. It, but not 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 the high priest. Not the high, just
1: the priest doing the lowest service in the temple just wear this thing mm-hmm. right it's 19, just a basic thing so what david is wearing is not the king's robe it's not a king's crown it's not jewels it's not a scepter it's not let's celebrate the year of david <laughs> by right, bringing the right, ark right. of the covenant into the jerusalem it is david humbling himself mm-hmm. and saying i am here to serve what's represented by this ark i am here to worship what's represented by this ark which is God with us mm-hmm. the ark the reason the ark is Christ is because it is God in their midst in the midst of a battle in the midst of their kingdom mm-hmm. and he's saying when when the ark of God is present I'm not king of it it's king of me mm-hmm.
0: that linen ephod is and I am serving that submissive it. heart that heart priorities that, flipped and you're saying priorities, and I'm saying, and then we're saying the same words with different words. The priorities same, split. It's right? not about David bringing home the ark. Which, about, was the, which is still a good thing. Is it? Well, he's bringing home the ark. He's bringing home the ark. But it's not so about... But what's your priority in this, David? A,
1: is, you, is it bringing home the ark because I'm going to be a way better king than Saul? Or is it bringing home the ark because the ark is a boss and I am bowed before it?
0: Mm-hmm. that's what you're saying that's what i'm saying and that's what i'm saying that heart that, bends, that when you and and after having messed it up royally he he gets that i think that's why mm-hmm. david's a, a man after god's own heart and he when gets we don't that. have that right we continue to hurt mm-hmm.
1: innocent people we do
0: as someone gets hurt. We
1: continue to hurt innocent people because what we, we've gotten it all out of whack. This is not what this is. Because you did it not at the and first. And then look at the worship David performed. He's out of control. I don't mean out of control. He's under control for the first time in this situation because he is he's not dressed like a king. He is humbling himself this has to nothing worship. To
0: do with being the he's king. responding
1: to the word of God in the presence of God being supreme. Here's, and he dances with all here's his might for the Lord. Here's No
0: matter what he has on, he's king. No matter what we have on, we are children of God. But if, he's no saying, matter what That's we have king. on, right, the, no, the, this is my king. This isn't about me. Yeah. This is about this. This is, this about, is him. about this. And sometimes I think we forget that. We get caught up in our own selves who we are what we are what we rep who what what's our reputation it isn't about us so attempt number one to me says do not forget that god is holy and he
1: means and what he attempt says number two says to me and when god is viewed as your number one priority the joy and the praise and the worship is like nothing you've ever seen because here's this king so overcome He's dancing with all his might. So, to the point that his wife, who doesn't get it, looks Despises out the window him. and says, I hate Hate him. I despise because him because she's King Saul's daughter, and he should be noble. kings. Are here? They're the head and shoulders over all the people there. They should conduct themselves with dignity, and what he's making himself look like a fool over this Ark of God coming into the city. She hates his guts for lowering himself, but lowering himself is exactly the right response to, to God, the Ark of the Covenant, which coming is exactly into the place. what
0: our Sunday school was all about. Exactly, exactly the right response, the not but, about David but also about who made David. David king. in the first round, mm-hmm. he depended on someone else to tell him. to tell him <laughs> what he needed to know. And as Christians we can't I mean it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. we need preachers, we need teachers you know we need that. but you still have to get in the word of God yourself because David depended on those priests to tell him and Uzziah dies. Verse 13. And for because did, you did because it not at first, not do it. And the Lord our God saying, made a breach upon us. But he's for not that saying it's all your not. fault because he should have looked too, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do this great thing for the Lord, I should at least look and see how it's supposed to be done. And we're going to make sure but this we time, put him first. But this time we're going to do it the way he said to do it. And I guess there's two parts to that. That is being one. But the other part is God means what he said. And even though Exodus is how many years before David? 500, 800 years before David. I don't know. I, I said that off the top of my head. I haven't looked that up. But it's a while. He didn't change. Mm-hmm. And today, we're 2,000 years past Jesus. still didn't change. Mm-hmm. Those things that he said, he still means. Whether we take the time to look at them and believe them or not, he still meant that. So not to meddle in your lives, but people will choose a church based on the worship style. Mm-hmm. Here we
1: go again, using these words in a weird way
0: mm-hmm.
1: from what the Bible uses that we'll say, well, I like to go to a church that's worship is more contemporary. Mm-hmm. I like to go I to a church like whose worship th- is more Southern Gospel. traditional mm-hmm. Christian. I like to go to a church whose worship is more dignified and reserved. I, I like it. That's not worship. That's not what we're talking worship about Worship is mm-hmm. when I walk into this place and when I walk out of this place, mm-hmm. God is
0: God Please. and right and, I am and we respectfully in his presence yes. i
1: am on my face figuratively and maybe literally before him i am an all let me read you the definition i got to read you the definition cuz i'm not even getting it across mm-hmm. in the best way so here is from from the bible dictionary originally okay the very mm-hmm. like the 1611 bible dictionary mm-hmm. okay talking about worship what it means biblically. It means to adore. Does it matter if I adore it with an electric guitar or a harp or without any instrument? It doesn't have anything to do with that word adore. Mm-mm. Worship means to adore, to pay divine honor to, to reverence with supreme respect and veneration. Thou shalt worship no other god, Exodus 34, to respect, to honor. i got to read you the whole definition. I'm sorry.
0: It's all right. I'm already thinking that when we walk into church, we are, how often are we thinking about divine honor and supreme respect? Because,
1: and the reason you do it is because of the excellence of character, dignity, and worth and worthiness. Mm-hmm. You're made aware that any praise I give can never be too grand, can never say too much, can never go too far, because he's worthy of way more than I can even physically render, mm-hmm. right? It is uh, honor for the supreme being, the ultimate being, reverence and homage paid to him, consisting, and it always has to have these three parts. Wait, four parts, ready? Mm -hmm. Adoration, just I adore him. Mm -hmm. Confession, I am not worthy to be here. Mm -hmm. Prayer, let me talk to you about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And thanksgiving, being thankful. I mean that's a lot, and it has. I have not heard anything that has to do with
0: musical style Mm -mm. or the way you do it, or who says it. It doesn't say.
1: Mm -hmm. Make sure it is in a major key. Or today, make sure it's in a minor key. Make sure it's really sad and and You don't say all the words. It it says that. Sorry,
0: it says (laughs) what you need to do is adore him Mm -hmm. and confess that you're not worth. You know what? It's kind of like practice. In my opinion, I'm this is completely maybe different from where you're going, but it's kind of like practice because the Bible says at his return, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Worship. That's worship, that's worship, right? That you the heavens open and you see Christ and you realize whether you want to or not it, you know, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess <laughs> that this is Christ this is it's been true all along i am so it's kind of like practice for us as christians we shouldn't be it shouldn't be when we walk into church my first thing and i'm guilty of this i walk in we're laughing we're talking and you're meeting with your friends and everything's wonderful and we're all gathered together and we're wondering where some of them are that aren't here darn it i wish they were here and we miss the ones and Mm -hmm. blah blah but at some point in that service to praise him to worship him Means that I have to focus on why I'm here. I adore I'm not, him. I'm not just here because it's a nice social. <laughs> I don't place adore to be. him because they
1: told me to. I adore him because
0: he's worthy. Right, and <laughs> and I'm practicing—not <laughs> really practicing—but I'm convicted, and I know in my heart now that every tongue should confess, and every knee should bow because he is supremely worthy to be. Pra- I loved it last service when we had the visiting church with us and we had christian scott and the song was i praise him because he is worthy to be praised Mm -hmm. well yes Mm -hmm. he is and unless you remember that and if you don't it doesn't matter all the other things are important but that personal it's personal it's a personal you know i
1: heard somebody say this week that really struck me is because and and i know what we mean and don't stop saying it We say you need a personal relationship with Christ, and I heard a a pastor say this week: every relationship is personal with Christ. You are either his friend or not, or you're his enemy, and that's personal too. Mm -hmm. Because you you have decided what to do with the person of Christ, Christ. Mm -hmm. and I cannot express this, and I don't know how I don't have the words to say what I mean right now. So you say it. I don't know. You you build on this. To I was thinking the other day, the biggest. The biggest concept we've ever had, human beings have ever come up with about who God is, what He is, and what He's like, the biggest thought we've ever been able to achieve is almost insulting compared to what He really is. Mm -hmm. Not almost. It's insulting compared to what He really is. I can't... My mind won't fathom what He is. No. I can't look at the ocean and praise Him enough for that. And I I sure can't look at the universe, what we even know of it, Mm -hmm. and praise Him enough. Or, Or the the atoms in my body and praise Him. And he is so beyond my comprehension we don't even that the praise that I give Him, it's like the tent David made. Mm-hmm. Literally, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The <laughs> praise that I give Him is like the tent David made. It's this thing I put together and I thought I was doing all right, but technically, if He wanted to slay me for it, He could. My <laughs> yeah. praise is so unworthy of who He is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good that, that He has to be just willing to accept it. And, let and it be. not only does He accept it, Jamie quoted this the other night when he was preaching. He inhabits it, mm-hmm. so I start oh, praising so him, and he comes alive in the middle of. He's already alive, but you don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But his presence comes toward me, comes in the tent. Because as the Matt presence says, of God is in that tent. Because as that Matt I made said, wrongly. he loves us, and he, and why? Why I does d- he? Love I didn't us? get it right. I didn't get it exact. I didn't get it perfect. I don't have an instrument and worthy you don't of his have praise. The ability to get I don't it perfect. have the ability worthy of his praise. And he's bigger than that. And yet he lets me put that thing in that stupid blue tent I made. I don't know why it's blue in my head, but he lets me put it in that tent. And he comes and dwells with it so that I can seek him and he can answer me because why because I got it all right no because I put the priority in the right order because it's the priority that matters that's
0: what I'm saying mm-hmm. right because it's, the, it's the adoration and the confession and the humbleness and the prayer
1: who am uh, I
0: and who are you and if anybody who ever learned this lesson
1: you know it's David because he writes a psalm that says who am I mm-hmm. that the Lord would let him mm-hmm. so, that he would think of me you, the guy that the guy who made all of this would come and care about me at all and Matt says right? that. I mean
0: how often has he said I know he loves me he tells why me why I can't does, figure why. out why and, and I don't think you ever will I don't think you can that's how great he is and do you think that worship is only something that happens
1: I don't think it's just music I don't think it has a time I don't, I don't think it has a place I don't think it has a team mm-hmm. I think it's required of every person who ever has been created on the face of the earth and some will never give it until like what you said but everybody will give it because nobody's outside of the command that is only appropriate Mm -hmm. to worship the one who made us and And I think you can do it fixing a sink and applying drywall and doing dishes and working in an office I think every time your life is bowed to him and I adore him. Mm-hmm. And everything I and do I'm is in honor of him. And I am That's worship.
0: respectful. And I am. Not to say prayerful. you don't
1: come in here and sing about Jesus and testify and about Jesus purpose, and love Jesus. And the purpose and good. of that.
0: The purpose of that is to invoke your worship it is to there's no stopping place ma- no, there, on worship. So, and i don't think do you think it only happens in church that you worship you just answered that no mm-hmm. and is it a surprise when it happens
1: and people will say what will we do in heaven for all eternity won't we be bored and run out of things to do you'll pr- you'll worship the lord we, and, and and you'll never run out of things to worship him for you'll constantly be learning i think all through eternity you're going to be learning new things that are worthy of worship
0: we have and the verse the that says it's not even entered into the hearts of man the things that the Lord has prepared it. for him. Our brains We can't know. even figure out all the things about where we're going, Mm-mm. and He's given us plenty to think about. Definitely not who He but, is, but we we haven't even scratched the surface of what He's capable of, and what I mean it's our faith. It's faith. Faith has to be in there too, right? I've mentioned it before so in about think, already studies. So wait, do you think that do you think that worship only happen spontaneously? Or do you think that worship is a frame of mind and a heartfelt thing we should keep going continually? I think it's a reordering of everything. I think every day... It's a reordering of everything. I think every day I think it doesn't hurt. It just occurred to me mm-hmm. I would take a lot of better
1: care of myself concerning what I eat if preparing food was worship. If what I was saying is I'm doing this To bring you honor and glory, because I adore you, and I want to—I want to do this in a way that brings you glory and makes me better able to serve you. Might change what I make. Mm -hmm. Might change how I drive. Might change. I'm—I'm giving examples because I'm not saying we're—we're going to be perfect, and then God will be pleased with us. Please don't hear that. That is the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying that the only—the only one that is perfect and worthy of adoration and praise is God. But if my heart was prioritized, Mm -hmm. if my heart prioritized the fact that he is amazing Mm -hmm. over the fact that I want, which Mm -hmm. is my first thought usually, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I want, I desire, I need. I should have. I should have, I'm not getting. It's fair, you're right. But what if my first thought instead of that was, wow, you're amazing. You are awesome. You are beyond description. Thank you for what you've given Mm -hmm. me. Let me enter your gates with praise. Let me enter your doors with thanksgiving. My first thought was, thank you for making me alive. Thank you for the plan of salvation. Thank you that people that I love who did not live perfect are in heaven right now because
0: you are. Because you are perfect. Because you are perfect. And what you said this morning, you are enough. He is not me. enough, not you. No, because people tell Christ. you that all the time. They'll, they'll put Christ, that on Facebook. Christ you are
1: enough. enough. No, you're not enough. Christ is enough. Christ is enough. He and did, the did gospel, everything he could it, possibly do,
0: right? It's enough. It's enough. And you don't need to add to it. And, and then I think about the phrase where he says, and God knows we are but dust. And, he's, and still, right? He David knows. says
1: that the king of all the earth would know my name
0: who am i right would know my mm-hmm. name
1: and care about me impossibly beyond my comprehension to express we can you know what that's is.
0: true for one of this for this lesson today or whatever time we're doing this it is hard to put in words what I you're can't. trying to say we could, me too because we can't get under... we don't have the ability. So what I need to do ability. is bow down. Yeah.
1: I, I have this, I, what I started to say before was I have this book and I mentioned it before when we were talking and it's called, When God is Small. When men are big and God is small. And what it's talking about is like when our perception, our understanding of how things work is that people are the most important thing. I am the most important thing. And we make God the small thing we fit into our lives. The, the devastation and the wreckage of our life, our country, our world, the great evil that we bring upon us when we make men big and God small. And how, and this is I think the lesson of these two stories, mm-hmm. how, how changed we are and the hope that comes if when God is big right and, and we, we are small. small. Mm-hmm. When we worship, when we Which is down.
0: exactly, again, what our Sunday School lesson was about this morning. The things of the world that are wise confound are confounded by what God's... I mean, we, as human beings, we just get it wrong. Our priorities are how smart are you? How big are you? How great are mm-hmm. you? How, how much have you done? What money do you have? Where do you live? What, and that's not what God considers the most important part of anything. Nope. Right, and he uses anything the ones you have that's... like
1: that is for you to bow down. You know, we talked about this morning in Sunday school. It always bleeds over. It does. But we talked about that. There's a passage in the Bible that says that the works of your life, one of these days, are going to burn up before the Lord. Mm-hmm. All the things you've done are going to burn up before the Lord, and everything that was done for your glory and your advancement, and your resume, and and to bring you honor, you, everything you did to make yourself seem worthy, mm-hmm. is going to be a pile of ashes. And the only thing that remains is going to be the things that you did in your life to bring glory and honor to God that wasn't about you, that was about realizing how wonderful He is. And then those things you're not going to keep. Those things you're going going to to carry right over to to Christ and say, I couldn't even have these if you hadn't done it through me. Mm -hmm and you're going to lay it at his feet and it'll be the greatest joy Ever. of your existence that you could offer anything the joy of the lord to who he is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you you won't be like oh i gotta give him my jewels you'll be like <laughs> no i'll be glad you, you are won't. worthy of i don't have much but here you go
0: mm-hmm.
1: right because i, think I wish i brought you more
0: I, and now that's that what I under, we're gonna think and sometimes you think now that i understand it when you get to heaven now that you understand it You'll be a little bit sad that you didn't didn't come up with more. more. I could have given so much more. Why did I I spend so much time when I was not, don't go
1: get the degree? Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm saying, when you go get that degree, give it to God. That's God's degree. Thank you for giving me that. Thank (laughs) you for giving me the ability. Thank you for giving me the strength. Let me use that to just, so that I can express, because I can't, to my neighbor how awesome you are. It says to be in all. Mm hmm. Before the Lord. Mm -hmm. All I want to do with what you've given me
0: is bring all to you. to you, Because it isn't about me. And worship to Mm -hmm. you. And in that frame of mind, God can use you.
1: Took a lot of pressure on an hour and a half service for people that can... It's kind of like we're saying, you have an hour and a half to show, to show, you know, that you're grateful to be a Christian and that God loves you and that... Y- you're living right with God, and we're going to put all this pressure on praise and worship now. <laughs> you know, and okay, and don't be offended when I say I think this. I am sorry. Do you get I, what I'm saying? I got saying? the giggles.
0: Yes. yes praise I and worship, do. go. <laughs> and I don't, don't think that's that how way. it works. It doesn't work that I way. I think
1: a person praises and worships because their life has been fully changed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I agree. And with it's that. happening all the time out here. Then when we come in here, we're like. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what he's done. You know how good he is, mm-hmm. and and it will be a natural outpouring of what's mm-hmm. happening all the time. The assembling of
0: ourselves together right? is to strengthen us in Him. It's not a time or a team. It's or not song. It's not their job to do this. It's everybody individually's job mm-hmm. to praise and worship and adore and thank, in whatever and be way you do it. And, right. Right. some whatever way you I mean do it, it doesn't and it doesn't necessarily have to be a shout. It can be tears. I've seen people I can I'm be a, all of it. I'm a tear person. Can be somebody that just raises their hands. I think of Ernest. He just raised his hands and he just point his thumbs up like, you know, mm-hmm. God is awesome right there. And those, said. that you didn't you didn't have to wonder what he meant. You knew what he meant. Right? I want to see David dance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I want to dance with them.
1: (laughs) That's cool. When I get to heaven, I Mm -hmm. want to dance. Not thinking about how dignified I am. Just thinking. We made it. Wow. Mm -hmm. I said this morning, I said, I'm always the door watcher. When, When I'm up, I sit up in the front of the church with the choir most of the time. And our door is in the back. And when people come in, not everybody comes in on time. And I said, I want you to know that I am watching you, but I am not judging you. Because when they come in, I'm never thinking, oh, they're late. I'm thinking there's there's I'm so glad they're here I, I get a smile on my face everybody that walks in like there's people I love mm-hmm. I'm glad we're all together and I, I think that literally is what I'm gonna be doing in heaven everybody that walks in the gate I'm gonna be watching for at least a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm never gonna be going good job mom you made it <laughs> I'm gonna be saying good job Jesus Mm-hmm.
0: There's another one. Wow,
1: what you've done! Look who you saved. Mm-hmm. There's another one. I never knew you could get in here, but look at that! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be like, it's all about mm-hmm. what Jesus did to get him there. It won't. We won't be patting each other on the
0: back. No, we're gonna be worshiping. We're gonna be worshiping and that and I like I don't know what time we started I think we started a little after two but it's a little after three but that's okay we're gonna go ahead and finish a little bit here we should probably read the whole chapter so let's start at let's go over to verse 25 now it tells you the list of the Levites that Mm -hmm. were participating and I think that's that is important I think that's important you know what that meant it was serious business yeah we're taking it down and we wanted you to know and there were singers And there were people appointed to carry, there were people who sang, there were people who were uh, instructing about the songs, there were people who were doorkeepers for the ark. I think that's interesting because um, you can't go in there, you just it go, go in there. <laughs> no. Listen, this is serious.
1: <laughs> no, I bet you there so. was
0: not a single person that day <laughs> I bet who, they didn't worry about that. And they never one time I reached out to, those to circ- take care I bet they were real circumspect with those six steps. I bet they were too. I'm taking this serious. Six steps. Stop. Yeah. Well, you know you're That's right. a ginger step. I should have we should have looked at how far it is from Obed it's a lot to of steps. Uh, is that where they came from? I forget. Yeah. where. Obed-Edom's house. That was to, his house. To Jerusalem. I wonder mm-hmm. how far that was. And if you stomped <laughs> every six steps, killed, and offered a sacrifice. But those poles got heavy. You be, uh-huh. I bet you were there a while. And I bet those, that was worship, too. Don't forget, too, sometimes worship, too. worship is a little bit of sacrifice, right? A little bit of doing something, a little bit of denying of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, verse 25. So, David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands, the same people that he talked to the last time, a little more humble, uh-huh, went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obed Edom with joy. And it came to pass when God helped the Levites that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen, and all the Levites that bear the ark and the singers, and the Chananiah the master of the song the which the, of the singers song. David also had upon him an ephod of linen <coughs> excuse me thus all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the cornet and with trumpets and with cymbals making a noise with psalteries and harps and it came to pass as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David this is her fatal mistake. Uh, Michael, uh, that hmm. Michael, Michael. the daughter of Saul, looking out a window, saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. Mm-hmm. That's just a very sad verse to me. <laughs> she is. despised him in her heart. She, if she had any idea what he, was, what he knew and what he was doing, she wouldn't have despised him. And you we're all over
1: time, but you cannot not say that if you truly do adore Him, mm-hmm. and praise Him, confess to Him, and worship Him. When you bow down yourself before Him, there are human beings who are not going to like it.
0: Mm-hmm. You cannot, you they're, can't leave that You're out. not going
1: to please them if you worship God, but being surrendered and bowed down to Him means I have to care more about that than what they think about it. Mm-hmm. There are be people that don't like true worship. They don't want you they to do If we truly worship, there will be people that would say, I'm going to another church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is yes. this is not dignified. This is not the way I see it should be king, done. the king,
0: right? He should be little royal. But this
1: is, he's got on a priest's garment, a servant of God's garment. Mm-hmm. He's not dressed as the king. He's not dressed as the king. And he's saying, I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. He didn't care what anybody thought. He was praising the God who would help them after God's bring Lord. the ark into Jerusalem. So what
0: I think is, I have a lot of thinkings and a lot of thoughts, but what I'm thinking is as someone who's been in church a long time, I think all of these lessons have been similar in that they're saying, get back to the first love, get back to the basics, get back to what you know and stop stop being influenced so much by everything else. Things happen, life happens. Um, disappointments happen. Things get in your way. Death happens. People leave. People are born. You have all kinds of situations. Get back. It doesn't matter what someone else says or so what someone else does. What did God say? And, and if we're really going to praise God, there are so many times we can go look in our life and see where his hand has been on something or where we praised him and thanked him before for something else that he did. Why now? do we get to the place as older Christians where we just kind of sit back and we think we can just be in comfort and rest. You do get rest, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. But you never, ever get out of submitting your heart to Him. And I think that's a daily, everyday, all day long thing. I don't think you do i think there's lots of things that we do that the way our heart is submitted to god that's going to affect how what we do what the results are so as an older christian if you've kind of grown a little stale or you're just getting a little well you know i never thought about it that way or well you know i've done my part it's time for somebody else i don't think we get to do that i think as long as we're here we got to keep working on our own soul salvation, as Junior Endicott would say. We've got to stay humble. We got to stay faithful. And we got to do what we already know is the right thing to do and use the Word of God to measure our life. When I first heard, I'll be honest, when I first heard about the whatever the spy balloon was, and I asked you about it because I haven't Chinese listened into spy the movie. I thought, oh no. And then I thought, no, no, because God's still in control. And if something horrible happens, which it could, he's still in control and I'm still his child and whatever his purpose is that's what I'll be and that's where I'll be and that's what I'll do now if you're talking to someone who has never been in church or this is new or this is awful conflicting sometimes it sounds like you're saying one thing but you're saying something else what does a new (laughs) Christian need to know Uh, I one
1: of my and I don't mean to be too personal, but one of my besetting sins is not being consistent, not getting my priorities out of line. I can do I start out to do things really well and then I find myself go over a cliff and and <laughs> I think, think too much about myself and think too much about I'm not getting what I want and things aren't going the way I'd have them go and get into a pit. Depression kinda of runs in my family. I get mm-hmm. in in a hole and can't get back out. But I know if you're a young Christian, and I know if you're an old Christian, I don't care who you are, that it truly is the only solution to that crisis of your own making is to get things in the right order. Mm -hmm. To stop on purpose talking, thinking, and acting for yourself, and start talking, praising, and asking God what he'd have you to do for him. And the own it's the key to, you own the key to the prison the mm-hmm. prison i get into myself and the key is how big is my god how mighty is he how able is he how honorable and worthy is he when has
0: he ever failed you
1: right i i'm telling you the truth when i tell you right you think You get yourself in pain, you get yourself in hurt, you get yourself in disappointment, and you think, I need to think about how to fix this for me. And believe it or not, that's the wrong way. You need to think about God, God himself, your relationship with him, Mm -hmm. how much you love him. Praise honestly is the key out. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fix everything that's going on in your life. You need to turn around and face the right direction. Mm -hmm. And he'll take care of these lesser things. Mm-hmm. He will, and you won't have to do that one time. You will have to do that every day of your life from now on, forever. And yeah. and when you find that you've missed a few days, like I do now
0: and then, it's still true. Turn to face him, and like and like Matt and has said, and he always loves you. He's always, always waiting for you to make that turn. He He's rich in for mercy, you, but he was Our God who but is he is, rich is waiting in mercy. for you. He's and long suffering, yeah. and. All the things that he, he is. His mercy endureth forever. forever. And David That's wrote who that he is. over and over and over. Okay, so we will end with that, unless we've got something else pressing we need to say. Um, hopefully, next week we'll join you. I'm not sure yet whether we'll be Saturday or Sunday. Forgive us if it's a little confusing for a while, but thank you for joining us. Keep your Bibles open. Study. Study. We need to know what God has to say and when you go to church tonight let's bend our hearts toward him let's worship in Jesus And truth. don't
1: wait till then and worship now.
0: <laughs> Good deal. <laughs>